Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, several times uh, on our podcasts, 
and uh, you have been the recipient of uh, visions and visits from celestials uh, for many years now. And what has been coming through is a new view of our universe and uh, new wisdom to be shared with humanity and also suggestions and recommendations for our behavior uh, during these uh, turbulent times. So I want to thank you for all that you've uh, shared, not only here, but on your YouTube channel and in your emails and through your art. Uh, So you're awesome, Diane. I just want you to know that. (laughs) Well, you know, when Michael first came on the show with, with you and Nick Gerto, um, Nick was another past uh, UB, well, Rancho Book president. I, I really didn't know that I would be involved at all. I would just be sitting there listening to you guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and then you were, you were so kind, and you have been so kind uh, all through the years. And you actually included me. You said, well, what about your wife, Michael? Would she like to come on? What would she have to share, you know? <laughs> and it turns out the answer was a lot. So you, you, oh, golly. <laughs> you're bringing us revelations. <laughs> I never dreamed anybody would be interested in anything I had to say because, you know, all my life people really haven't been <laughs> when I That's was young, you know. Us. <laughs> yeah, and then you, yeah, you, you you opened it up, and I guess you opened up a, it won't be a hornet's nest, it's God's <laughs> nest. <laughs> but I thank you for being so kind to have uh, included me, and then I felt um, like I could express some of these things that have been going on in my life. My pleasure and my, and my honor, and tonight we're going to continue <laughs> Exploring uh, um, what you've learned in your journey and what you're bringing to us. And we're going to start with the threefold flame, which is uh, best known to people through uh, the new theosophy or the neo-theosophical movement. Uh, and also the new age has uh, adopted it. And you were a theosophist and you are uh, and also a neo-theosophist <laughs> for many years. Yeah. So what is your understanding of the threefold flame? Yes. Um, first, I want to say that uh, with Grace Kanoki, I was with her. She was the president of the American section of the Theosophical Society in Altadena. And I did um, have a most wonderful, glorious time with, with her, a personal time uh, for many years with, with my sons. I took my sons up and I took Michael up too, of course. And we we would go up to the mansion and, and have lunch with Grace and all the other guys that, that wrote all the, the articles. And then we'd trot down to uh, Lake Avenue to the library, Theosophical Library up there, and have our meetings, you know. So I, I was a, a, a real theosophist there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, since I was very, very young uh, with Elizabeth Clare Prophet, uh, my parents uh, loved Mark. They they got to go to all those meetings at uh, the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs with Mark and Elizabeth. Uh, when she moved out here to California, then I got to, to uh, go and see her so many times and, and just loved that. So I've kind of been through both of that. <laughs> that is awesome. But uh, but this subject that you have brought to me, this uh, threefold flame, this is a really important an important message, Hercules. That this has been um, probably one of the most important to us right now, to Michael and me, B- because right now we're still going through this magisterial mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're talking about divine love has come just since January 9th, Eros. And we now, we're starting to understand why he is coming and he is acting in such a very dynamic way, even in our personal life, Circulese, right now. Um, it's, it's really astounding. Um, the, the problem is this, that I see it. I mean, you know, other people are looking at it differently. I, I see that the world and the people our country, we have developed in the most 
amazing, astounding ways, the miracles of technology. Oh, Hercules, you know, you could list them, the, the Internet, the, the phones, the, oh, yeah. my goodness, things are going so fast, you know. And everybody, even a child, can pick up his phone and know the answers to questions that, my goodness, when I was a little girl, we'd have to go to the library and search out, you know that they've got it right in a couple minutes i'll i'll say something and boy i'll tell you my son dan or alexander will they'll say i've got the answer mom right now (laughs) i mean it's it's a miracle it's a miracle but the problem is though we're a little out of balance that this is a real severe desperate problem really i mean i don't I don't mean that it can't be corrected, of course, but we are so, we're doing such a great job in that uh, blue area, that blue, that power, that intellect. Power, yes. Power is the word, and, and our we feel like we can do anything or know anything, you know, and, and then uh, uh, we, we've got the... I, I can't really say wisdom properly, but, but we feel like we know everything because we've got that phone and computer in our, in our grasp, you know. But the problem is love is being squeezed out a bit. And it's very important to have a balanced threefold flame in our hearts. Yes. And, yeah, and I, I feel, and Michael does too, that this is what is happening right now. Since January 9th, uh, Mercury went into Aquarius on that day, but on that day also was our first visit from Divine Love, Eros, mm-hmm. who came out of chaos. As you, you know more about all that than I do. I don't know anything hardly about that. But um, here, here we are. We're having an entity coming and telling us we need more love. That we do. We need I'm more love. Free. We need more love. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking right now, Hercules, at a picture. It's all pink. It's all the most beautiful rose. Of course, it's from one of Elizabeth's books, <laughs> but uh, Elizabeth Clare. But it's the most beautiful picture of the heart chakra. The heart chakra has 12 petals around it. I don't know if most, most people listening probably know and have seen a picture of it. But uh, it's very important that, that, that you do see a picture of it or try and get a picture of it. Uh, it's got the petals, 12 petals, around a circle. And the circle has a white background. And there's a star in the center. And it's a six-pointed star. And it has three plumes in the middle of the star. And one on the left is pink, and that's the love that we're talking about that I think our country and our world needs more of right now. In the middle, you have the yellow plume, and that's for wisdom and the intellect that, oh, my goodness, like I say, even a little five-year-old child can pick up a phone and, and know the answer to how what the distance is from the sun to the moon or to the earth or anything in a minute, you know, <laughs> where we mm-hmm. learn things like that at that age. But they can do it. They have it. And on the right side is the blue, the blue uh, plume. And the blue is power. And it just could be that people feel that they have so much power right now that they can do anything they want to, and we're out of balance with love. That will end my uh, feeling about it. I don't know how um, others do, but I think this is why that uh, love has come, to try and balance this situation. Now... It was really fun when you told me about the threefold flame because um, that made me get out all my Elizabeth Clare Prophet books. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I've got them all over the kitchen, <laughs> all over the counters. I, I just, I have so many. I, I would go to her meetings, you know, her conferences, and they'd have the big book area where you could buy stuff, and I'd just buy out the store, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm, I'm the same way with books. I, lo- I love books. Yeah. And I don't so, have all of the books, but I have many of them. But <laughs> oh, I don't the have everything. 
I'm not saying I have all of her stuff. I, of course, I don't. But I did love her very dearly, and and I did try and get as much as I could. Um, I wanted to start today because this is such an important, important subject: the threefold flame of the heart. Uh, first, I want to mention, if people don't know, uh, the threefold flame is in the heart chakra. I just want to be clear about that to start out with so that they do understand that. Um, the first book that I found um, of Elizabeth's was Lost Teachings on Your Higher Self by Elizabeth Clare Prophet. And I had just a little bit in here that I wanted to tell you about out of that book. Okay. Uh, it was about balancing the threefold flame. Uh, she says, now... I want to explain that some or most of you do not have a balanced threefold flame. <laughs> well, we sometimes we don't know, right? <laughs> right. Some of you, we can see it, do have a lot of power. Now, the power is the blue, uh, the blue plume, right? Right. And a lot of faith, and your blue plume is big. I think a lot of people today really do feel they have power with all this intellect, you know, and all this Internet and everything. It it's, uh, really makes us feel like we're on top of everything. Uh, but then she goes on and says, but some of you have very, very little love. And that's the pink, of course, which is on the left side, the pink plume. Now, You're just so loving, you could love the whole world. But then she says, if you're a third-rate type, you've got a great big pink plume, but a tiny plume of illumination, and you don't have a lot of real understanding yet. Some of you have a great big plume of gold, and she's talking about the yellow plume, the center one, the intellect. Mm -hmm. You have all kinds of understanding, like the second-rate people, but you don't have much faith, and therefore you don't put it to work or you don't have much love for people, just for yourself. Now, she says, what the Christ wants us to do is to balance the threefold flame. Um, if you're a person with great faith and great power, we're a first-rate person. He wants us to learn, love to learn to love one another. He wants us to obtain wisdom, and with all that getting, get understanding. If we have a lot of worldly wisdom but very little love for the world, very little faith in the purposes of life, he wants us to gain these other two legs of the tripod of being. So this is what I, you all have to understand. Our duty on earth is to first balance our threefold flame and then expand the three plumes together, not just one aspect of being but all three of them. It is only by balancing all of the elements of the Trinity in our lives that we can actually attain the fullness of our Christ perfection. perfection. And then she gives a decree, and I, I won't uh, read the whole part of it, but what I will read is just a little bit because it, it tells who are the celestials in their main group for this. And they're a little different, okay. you know, than than uh, what you have come out of and what I have come out with with this new sixth revelation. So I'll, I'll read those so that people will know. In the name of the beloved, mighty, victorious presence of God, I am in me and my very own beloved, holy Christ self. I call to beloved Helios and Vesta and the threefold flame of love, wisdom, and power in the heart of the great central sun. Now here she lists the celestials that she's talking about. Okay. To beloved Moria L, beloved Lanto, beloved Paul the Phoenician, beloved Mighty Victory, beloved Goddess of Liberty, the seven mighty Elohim, and uh, you mentioned we might talk about that a little later, the Elohim. Yeah. Beloved Lanello, the entire spirit of the great white brotherhood and the world mother, elemental life, fire, air, water, and earth. So those are the ones that she's talking about. And then she gives a decree, and it's balanced the threefold flame in me, beloved I am. 
Balance the threefold flame in me. Take thy command. Balance the threefold flame in me. Magnify it each hour. Balance the threefold flame in me. Love, and that's the pink plume. Wisdom, and that's the yellow, the gold. And power, and that's the blue. In full faith, I consciously accept this manifest. Manifest, manifest. Right here and now with full power. Externally sustained. All powerfully active. Ever expanding and world enfolding until all are wholly ascended in the light and free. Beloved I am, beloved I am, beloved I am. So that was that, was that part. And, and that's really important because... Uh, that is what Michael and I think is is the reason for for love coming to balance this this uh, threefold flame in our hearts with the love. That makes a lot of uh, sense. In some of the neo theosophical uh, literature and iconography, the blue flow blue flame is on the uh, um, left, and the uh, rose flame is on the right. Well, you know, I was going to ask you about that because, uh, you know, my books are different, too. I'm only showing you the one that she has, you know, put in her book here. And uh, but, you know, I I, I think so, too. I don't know that that is that way uh, specifically. Let me ask. let let, Let me ask right now. I'll ask. Hold on. Okay. Um, they're saying no. The blue is not always on the right. No, no, it's, no. it's not. I work with it on the uh, on the left, mm-hmm. uh, and the 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 rose on the right, and the golden okay. um, yellow in the the middle. And uh, um, I associate it with the various Elohim, but they're not the same Elohim that the Neo Theosophists assign. And the Neo Theosophists aren't uh, consistent either. In uh, who they assigned <laughs> the Ballards and Elizabeth, and then uh, uh, the folks in the Bridge to Freedom had slightly different uh, uh, configurations with the Elohim, and uh, uh, with other assignments as well. And what I've learned from you and how these celestials are configuring and what you're sharing is that, uh, um, like in antiquity, uh, they like the 12 Olympians are not the same everywhere in Greece. That's another thing. Yes, yeah. I was going to ask you about that, too. Isn't that interesting? You know, because I, I want to know, who are the 12? And I'm looking at different pictures and different things, and they're different right. sometimes. So oh, for heaven's sakes. It's the same thing with the configurations that we're given. I believe that various configurations of celestials uh, come together for a particular thing. So some of them came together uh-huh. for the Urantia book, for instance. Some of them came together right. for modern theosophy. Uh, they, some of them came together for the neo-theosophy. Uh, and some of them are coming together for the sixth revelation. Uh, and yeah. configurations are meaningful in the teachings that they're giving, uh, but they're giving slightly different uh, uh, versions of the teaching because we're different people. And different right. things appeal to mm-hmm. us and call to us. Uh, and it's, and so this way they presented in many different ways. Years ago, I worked for the city of New York uh, through various oh. nonprofit uh-huh. organizations, and uh-huh. uh, I was running several um, what they were calling back then welfare to work programs. Oh. <laughs> and what the what the country did and what the state did more locally and then the city is they would do the same uh, program with the same goal, but do different versions of it. Mm-hmm. And then run the different versions to see which are successful, and then they would continue to tweak them. Oh, so I, okay. I believe that our celestial teachings, uh, the differences in them are because of that, because different celestials are attempting different things with, with different people. So uh, yeah. um, 
that's why they sometimes appear differently or give different names or uh, define their functions uh, differently. And I'm learning a lot uh, with uh, what is being revealed uh, to you because sometimes it sheds light on something that's puzzling to me and something you say uh, clarifies things for me. So, again, I want to thank you. Yeah, for that. It's, it's interesting because uh, I think this, like I say, is a very important message, this uh, message of balancing this threefold flame. Um, because now we have had the Universal Father who is saying that he wanted to come and visit every heart. And the heart does have a chamber where he can visit and give them more truth. And then some of the other celestials were saying they were bringing their gifts. And, of course, uh, Aphrodite, Venus, was saying she was going to visit every heart and bring them more love. So, But I think all of this is kind of intertwined in this balancing the, this threefold flame because of the uh, enormous power that people have with, with the Internet and, and the intellect we have now and also um, the... Um, well, it's not just um, that, the intellect. People feel like they can pretty well do anything they want almost today. Uh, and and whether love is included there or not, they just do it. <laughs> um, the, the, yeah, the second book that I, I picked to share today was Elizabeth Clare Prophet's The Astrology of the Four Horsemen. I have that and it's one. About, uh, do you have that one on how you yeah. can heal yourself? and planet Earth. And I just wanted to um, put out just a few, couple things on that. And it just is right here. It's page 545, and it's under visualizations for the violet flame decrees. But it's saying the threefold flame in our hearts is a divine spark. And when you say, I am light, and, you know, uh, St. Germain gives the I am light decrees, and Mm -hmm. they're so beautiful to do, glowing light, you are saying God is being where I am. And I I really like that. God is being where I am. In other words, you're saying, uh, you know, I am light. Uh, That means God is there with you. Right. And I think that's really important. So, um, God sustains his seven rays in your seven chakras for the healing of the planet of the earth. That's what this book is mostly about, uh, how to heal yourself and the planet earth. And when uh, you visualize and say these affirmations, um, I think it really can help. Uh, I know I I just wrote down a couple sentences here that he put in here. Uh, He says, I now visualize my heart chakra. Twelve petaled, a fiery rose pink, sending forth this light as God's love to all sentient life. I mean that—that's really that's wonderful. Um, yes, it is. Um, yeah, and he is saying, he says, "I am the light of the heart." That's what Saint Germain is saying. That he is the light of the heart. He says, I am projecting my love out into the world to erase all errors and to break down all barriers. I am the power of infinite love, amplifying itself until it is victorious, a world without end. And and then they tell you in there, you know, they try and help you. <laughs> they say to breathe deeply, sit tall to contain the sacred fire, breath of God. And by the sacred breath, you intensify and fan the threefold flame in your heart. And then they say to let the flame increase as it's balanced through the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, that's where they're coming from. They're saying Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay. Right. In this decree, you affirm that the I am in me is the light of the heart. I mean, that is so um, that is so incredible because you're actually saying that you are one with with all of that, with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? Yes, that, yeah, that is you're saying, awesome, and it's a great it place awesome. to take a brief uh, break. Uh, we're almost oh, sure. halfway through. Uh, okay. We're going to 
listen to King of Dreams by uh, Bran Caridian. Oh, okay. I'll listen. listen. (laughs) Okay. Talk to you in a couple of minutes. Thanks.
Greetings and welcome back to Hercules and the Space Gods. Today on Archons and Aeons, I'm speaking to Diane Duncan of the Sixth Revelation. We just learned about the threefold flame, and soon we're going to be speaking of the heavenly Aphrodite and the new worldwide religion of love. Greetings and welcome back, Diane. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I liked the song. I think Michael would have, too. <laughs> um, I, I got to tell you. Yeah, uh-huh. I got to tell you. Yesterday, uh, we, we went out and bought him a new amp. He's he's going to try working on his electric guitar now. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's just been working, you know, with the little uh, regular one, you know, but now he's going to try. So he bought some new books and everything, and he's going to start working on that. <laughs> Oh, that is so, incredibly awesome. Well, to to make more of a uh, background for his songs, you know, put a little more into it, a little more modern feel, I guess. I think that's what he's trying to do. <laughs> um, listen, I, I wanted to share just a little bit of um, this third book that I have, The okay. Lost Teachings of Jesus, and that's by Mark Prophet and Elizabeth, of course. And this one's volume one. I also have volume two. <laughs> I've, I've got about all of them. I don't think I don't have all of them. But again, I wanted to um, say uh, th- this book on page 236, it's talking about the threefold flame of life. And he's saying again from Mark, this is from Mark, and I've already said it, but in case anybody missed it, that flame of life is just one sixteenth of an inch high. Isn't that isn't that something? I mean, that's that's that's, that's <laughs> inside of your bigger than that. I visualize it as uh, uh, taking up like half my chest. Right. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'd like it to. Yeah. They say it's just one sixteenth of an inch high inside your physical heart. Wow. And then, um, you know, again, reiterating that uh, the three plumes, the blue, the yellow, and the pink. And uh, it says, uh, this may sound very strange to you, but it's true. And these three plumes form, form the pattern of the fleur-de-lis. Uh, most of you are familiar with this French lily, which is a very beautiful motif. Well, you know, I've always liked it. Have you, Hercules? The yes. The lily? Yeah. Yes. It's pretty. The emblem. Yeah, of the House of Bourbon. Uh, Then uh, Mark says, Truly, the threefold flame is the divine right of every son of God. It is the seat of his conscious divinity. Through this tiny spark, the identity of God can be known and contemplated. It is the sacred fire of creation, preserver of life, and the all-consuming presence of love. It's also called the Christ flame, and the threefold flame of liberty. Um, I wanted to read that sentence because they're also adding that this um, threefold flame is the flame of liberty. And that was something that we found when um, Eros came to see us on January 9th. He said he was not only coming as the God of love, divine love, but he was coming as a God of freedom. And we still are not quite clear on that part of it. Um, I don't know. I didn't know that freedom was a part of love. But he said uh, he is coming as also a God of freedom. So I just wanted to read that, that, that presence. Um, so it says it traces the inner blueprint of the parchment of life. It shapes the soul's destiny in earth and fire, endows it with air and water, aerating the mind, washing the desire. It generates life and warmth, friendship and peace, kindling the noblest aspirations toward heaven, enlivening the earth with happiness and love of home. Then he says, uh, consider then the three plumes that make up this uh, light, this three Uh, Pronged light, the blue plume is the anchor point in your world for the will of God the Father. It sparks your willpower. That's the blue, you know, that we were talking about, whether it's on the right or left. (laughs) Your faith and your God determination to outpicture your divine plan through the four lower bodies. The golden plume 
anchors the discriminating intelligence, the wisdom, illumination, and the mind of God in Christ. The pink plume anchors the love, compassion, mercy, tenderness, and the grace of God, the Holy Spirit, together with the practical know-how of how to put the divine plan into action. St. Germain taught us about the threefold flame in a heart-to-heart Valentine message. Um, This is something, uh, again, I wanted to mention, and this is why I was reading this too. Um, In 1988, um, I think I had told you, I'm not sure, we went to a Masonic temple in San Diego to hear Elizabeth speak. Mm -hmm. And she did a dictation by, of course, St. Germain. And it was Valentine, I don't think it was, I'm not sure if it was actually Valentine Day, but it was with a day or so. And she read the St. Germain uh, Be My Valentine dictation. Yeah, it was so beautiful. And after that, she put the, the green crystal on my forehead. I went up to her, and she did that to me. And she looked so darling, you know, with her cowboy boots, you know, <laughs> everything. She was so adorable in all her curls, you know. I just loved her. But after that, uh, we all went out. And I took everybody, my whole family. Uh, mm-hmm. We all went out to the car. And I stepped on something. And I picked it up. And it was a solid gold heart locket. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and I have it. I have it. And on the back, it said, Be My Valentine. Wow. <laughs> so I, I told St. Germain, I said, I'm yours and you're mine. You're my guy. <laughs> you're, you're my guy. So um, I just wanted to, to bring that to light, um, that he has uh, been one to try and help to balance the threefold flame. Now, uh, you wanted to try and... Uh, get into the Elohim, I understand. That I don't know if we're trying to talk about the huh? Elohim, except uh, very briefly uh, tonight, uh, because okay. I want to focus on the worldwide religion of love. Um, oh, one of the things sure. that I'm thinking of uh, doing um, is uh, to create a uh, podcast oh. uh, called uh, The Flame of Aphrodite or The Flame of Venus or something. Uh, I'm still oh. playing with the title. And to to give a platform and to give a voice uh, to all the different love-based communications that are coming to different people from Venus or Aphrodite or Eros uh, and so forth. Um, So this way we can get together either separately or together uh, and share these uh, messages and share these revelations and share these understandings and then translating them into things that we can do uh, in our day-by-day lives um, to honor those messages or try to carry them out. So, like, for instance, when you had shared about the gratitude, um, Mm -hmm. I made that part of Thursday because Zeus and Hera in my system uh, are honored on Thursday. Thursday is the day of Thor. It's the day of the uh-huh. um, right. you know, thunder gods. And uh, mm-hmm. um, it's also in many uh, systems the day of uh, uh, justice and law giving and you know, all those things, society yes. and vision and, uh-huh. and so forth. So I post that thank you um, every Thursday publicly uh, as well as other you know, things. So um, I carry the gratitude in me all the time, but oh, I know. Thursday I've made it into something I share with uh, other people. So they don't have to believe in Zeus or Hera uh, because uh, it, it's not uh, a belief type of thing, but it's a, it's, a, it's a sentiment for the love that's being uh, shared uh, through Aphrodite and it's a sentiment of the 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 divine vision, the rightness, the justice, the order, uh, the social systems that are being uh, shared through Zeus and the Hera because their vision gave us the Olympus we know from mythology. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of so course. I, I would like to start doing things uh, for Venus or Aphrodite and Eros and uh, all the other um, entities like the graces have been making themselves uh, known. Oh, oh, so, that's interesting. 
I would like all of those voices to come together in one place and maybe uh, to uh, present us with uh, things that we can practically do to make our world more filled with uh, love and to make our actions and our inner being more filled with love. So uh, you're the first person I'm asking if you'd like to be a part of that. Well, of course. In fact, uh, it was interesting. Um, Eros gave us a meeting this morning. Oh, and, wow. Um, yeah. And um, it was interesting because he was saying that what he would like us to do is to start start, uh, start broadening our um, our work, just exactly as you've been saying. And um, what sparked this, too, I think, too, is that today, to very today, uh, we're having a guest coming from Oregon, Salem, Oregon, an old Urantia reader, but he's also uh, working in A Course of Miracles and some different things like that. But what Eros wants us to do is what you're saying. See what things in the people's lives, not necessarily a rancher person or necessarily a right. Elizabeth Clare Prophet person or whatever, but what has um, happened in their lives uh, as far as love. I mean, what, what uh, some people have extraordinary experiences about love. Yes, they some do. have uh, things that they want to share with others about love. Now, this gentleman that we're having today, uh, uh, he Gerald Farley is his name, um, marvelous uh, rancher reader for, oh golly, so many decades I couldn't imagine. <laughs> but uh, he is giving us affirmations every day, and that he has written himself uh, about love and uh, all of this. And so we were thinking maybe uh, doing something like what you're saying. So we want to do this and be a part of this because we think that this is exactly what Eros has come since January 9th to proclaim in other words to enlarge this worldwide religion of love so that everyone no matter what religion or what belief they have can share something about love and bring us all together that would be wonderful and uh, I know that uh, the celestials that are uh, speaking to you um, are very universalist in their approach. Yes. They're not, they're, and the ones that I deal with also uh, are yes. very universalist in their approach. They're not trying to promote a belief system. No. They're trying no. to cultivate certain qualities and bring that energy mm-hmm. to our world and mm-hmm. to our lives. Mm-hmm. So exactly. um, I'm very excited about uh, doing this. Well, I am too. I think that we are on the same wavelength, and we. I think Eros is doing his job. <laughs> He's trying to get people to open up. Pardon me? It sounds like it. Uh, That's great. (laughs) Um, If you wanted to, I can just mention a couple things about the Elohim. Sure. And um, then then we can talk more about that. Um, I brought another book by... uh, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, The Lost Teachings of Jesus, but this was volume two. Okay. And this is on page 240 that uh, I wanted to bring to people. Um, They say here, some speculate, and this is on the Elohim, some speculate there are 144,000 archetypes of the Christic seed of the solar um, Logi in the world. In other words, different types of people produced by the creators. Um, What they're talking about here, Hercules, is that all of these um, celestials have created the creatures that we are. And Mm -hmm. we are sevenfold. We are sevenfold. These archetypes are based on Elohimic law and the law of the father, mother, God. In other words, you know, we have the Christian church, but it's it's not p- putting out too much about the mother, you know, and I know they right. are Mary, and of course the Catholic of Mary, but but this uh, Elohimic law, they say, really states it is a team, a father-mother team. And, you know, that's what we're finding out and where we, we like the Greek model so much because Zeus has Hera and Demeter yeah. has uh, Poseidon. And, and, you know, they all have their associate. Even the Arantia book really comes out with that, that they all have their associates. And so uh, they're saying the law of the father-mother God as the Elohim creation. 
this divine us, in other words, the father, mother, they're the us that we mm-hmm. know as twin flames. Um, Elizabeth Clare Prophet put out a wonderful book that I have too on the ascended masters on soulmates and twin flames. And that's why I kind of wanted to talk about this just for a couple of minutes because that is the most wonderful message to people that we do have a soulmate. Yeah. And the angels do too. And yes, so, they say that the Elohim are the instruments and they create the form in spirit and matter. The seven bodies of man are their seven wonders of the macrocosm and the microcosmic world. Therefore, the being of man. So we have man. And they sheathe man with all of these seven bodies. And they say in this book uh, that Elohim experiences life simultaneously in all these several octaves and those above. In other words, um, you and I have a physical body, but we Mm -hmm. also have a mental body. We have an emotional body. We, We have an etheric body. I mean, there's so many, I can't hardly list them, you know. So uh, th- that's the thing. Now, I I wanted to bring this out, too, that in the Arantia book, they also say the same thing. But they say all of these things that we're talking about in just a little different way. So a lot of people say, oh, that's not in the Arantia book. Well, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, yeah. In the Arantia book on paper 110, they talk about the seven psychic circles. Now, have you heard of the seven psychic circles? I'm not uh, as uh, deep a student of the Urantia book as I am of other <laughs> spiritualities. So no, it might be those. Well, what these are are the chakras. Ah, They're the chakras. Okay. The chakras. Sure. Sure. Um, so it says the sum total of personality realization on a material world is contained within the successive conquest of the seven psychic circles of mortal potentiality. Um, the entrance upon the seventh circle, now that's the, uh, the first one really, the seventh, marks the beginning of true human personality function. Completion of the first circle denotes the relative maturity of the mortal being. So, and then they give in the Arantia book this, which is very interesting, because they go a little more specific than even Elizabeth Clarke does. This is from the Arantia book. The okay. seventh circle, that's the first one we begin on. You have one pair of this Elohim. They're male-female. They're a team. They are an angel that you could say was one angel, or you can say they're two, because they're male and female, or negative and positive. And you've got one pair of guardians for every 1,000 mortals. So for every 1,000 people on the earth, you've got one pair of these uh, Elohim that are working with them. Now on the sixth circle, if people advance to the sixth circle, you've got one pair of Elohim for 500 mortals Mm. on the earth. So for 500, you've got one pair. Every five, a group. So they put them in groups. First 1,000 for the seventh circle, then, you know, 500 for the sixth. The fifth circle, one pair of Elohim guardians for 100 mortals. So for 100. So you see how it's changing as they go yep. up. Mm-hmm. Only, you know, the thing is, though, they say, though, that you really go inward. You're really not going outward. You're really going in. And that's the interesting thing. So... The fifth circle, the pair of Elohim guardians for 100 mortals. Now, the fourth. The fourth circle in, one pair of Elohim for every 10 mortals. One Mm. pair just for every 10, groups of 10. So these guys are really getting up there when you hit the fourth circle. The third circle, you have one pair of Elohim guardians for each mortal. So every now the person has an individual pair that works just with him. And uh, also the Rancher book does call these levels cosmic levels as well as circles. So I wanted to bring that out. 
but I, I think this is very interesting. Now, one more book, and then we'll we'll uh, know you have to um, go along. But um, I was hunting for the uh, Elohim, mm-hmm. and the book that I was looking at was Esoteric Astrology by Bailey. Now, she, Alice Bailey, was a Theosophical leader. Yeah. Um, and I, I love her work. I love her work. But uh, you had mentioned the rays. Now, we don't need to go into the rays today, but I just I want to say that. Huh? The, rays and, the rays and more of the Elohim, uh, is, we're going to have to do a part two because we have uh, five minutes uh, left. Oh, and, right. Uh, um, and I'm, I'm looking not... to share how yeah. uh, people can uh, tap into all the wonderful uh, cosmic work that you and Michael are doing. Oh, you're so sweet. I just wanted to mention that, that Alice Bailey is just fabulous, and she does talk a lot about the rays, and it's really interesting. It's more comprehensive. I, I have a book on the rays, but it's this one is so much, so much uh, more in-depth, you know. So if we ever get into that, it's really in, in another interesting subject. <laughs> So. Well, certainly will. And uh, um, the, the rays and uh, the Elohim, especially the ones called the seven mighty Elohim, although there, right. are, although there are 14 of them when you really look at it. Right, because they're twins, twin flames. Yes. Um, so that'll have to wait uh, till our next uh, conversation. But I will keep you posted on the show for the um, for the forces of love. And that should be. Um, set by the end of uh, March as a regular show. We'll do some specials before then just to get it uh, started. And I want to thank you again. I enjoyed this hour very, very much. It flew by and I learned a lot. Um, I miss Michael and I look forward to when he can return. And how can folks uh, find you on the internet? Oh, sure. Uh, I just want to mention you're saying March, and it's March 20th, 2021. That'll be the first anniversary of the worldwide religion of love. (laughs) So we'll celebrate. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we'll do. Um, We have a YouTube channel that is called Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, and A-N-D, Diane, D-I-A-N-N-E, Duncan, D-U-N-K-I-N. And I do hope that people will check it out. We have songs and over 104 videos now. (laughs) Fantastic. And it's a great place to visit and to explore. And some of these podcasts are put up with music and uh, (laughs) pictures. So it's really, really nice. Um, well, I had it's a, uh, teachings too, you know, the 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 team teachings, the the celestials are actually there. They're actually there. And your the art team as well. <laughs> And uh, for Alex, a very quick thing. Um, my second guest uh, tonight in the next show is going to be uh, Kathy Houston, who I've known for decades, and uh-huh. she has been in a Doctor Who club. The uh, <gasps> oh. Cardonians of Princeton, uh, all the time I've known her. So I'm going to ask her tonight for Alex, how can somebody in California get involved with the Perdonians uh, of Princeton, which is a, a very long running <laughs> Doctor Who fandom. So I will get back to you on that as well. Well, thank you. Is she going to be on right now? No, in an hour. I'm oh, in speaker. an hour. Okay. Yeah. And the same number, would he be able to call to listen? Um, it's the, the other number. Which, oh, uh, the other one. Yeah, okay. the other one. The one that you normally okay. call. So, yeah, you oh. can give him that and then he can tune in to listen. That would be great. <laughs> well, thank you for inviting me for this. I feel that the threefold flame is such an important topic. Thank you so much. Me too, and thank you for explaining it so well. And thanks to everybody <laughs> who's tuned in uh, tonight. Uh, until next time, this is us wishing you joyous journeys, amazing adventures, and many blessings. And I'm going to close with another song about dreams. Dream within a dream. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.